When Israel's Prime Minister visited Washington last week on the eve of the Purim holiday, he gave President Obama what he considered a symbolic gift, a copy of the Old Testament book of Esther. Netanyahu called it background reading on Iran, since its story concerns relations between Jews in the Persian Empire some two and a half thousand years ago. It's considered by scholars to be mostly fiction, but for Netanyahu, Esther represented justification for his stance against modern Iran. Israel must reserve the right to defend itself. And after all, that's, that's the very purpose of the Jewish state, to restore to the Jewish people control over our destiny. But Netanyahu's controversial reading of history, even his fight to preserve the state of Israel, are questioned by many of Judaism's own religious authorities. This is against the will of the Almighty, and this is not what it means to be a Jew. On the threat from Iran and President Ahmadinejad, he gives charity to the Jewish communities and the words wipe out. He constantly says that Iran doesn't have a history and he doesn't, he's not talking about harming anybody. He says that God will not allow this crime to happen. We concur with him that the Jews are in a danger because there is Zionism and because it says in the Torah, if you rebel against God, it will not be successful and it will be catastrophic results. And Zionism has brought catastrophic results and it can be much worse. Today on Talk to Al Jazeera, Rabbi David Weiss explains why Zionism and Judaism are not necessarily the same thing. Rabbi, first of all, thank you for talking to Al Jazeera. Thank you. It's an honor and privilege to be on your show. Your most distinctive feature that I have noticed in seeing you in the media are the signs that you wear on your lapel. Please explain. This is a sign that conveys the message of what it means to be a Jew. Uh, as it says, a Jew, not a Zionist. And uh, pray for the speedy, peaceful dismantlement of the state of Israel. And then it's repeated, uh, nkusa.org, our site for people to go, go further and see it, the website, and then to see it's in Arabic, the same message. And basically it means that people, unfortunately, around the world see somebody as I am dressed, and they think that automatically I am dressed very religiously. I'm definitely a strong supporter of the state of Israel and of the occupation of the people of Palestine. And in truth, there could be nothing further from the truth. The in, in truth, what you want is the speedy, peaceful, peaceful dismantlement of the state of Israel. Because it's contradictory. Judaism is subservience to the Almighty, practiced for thousands of years, a covenant with God to be subservient to Him. And Zionism is a new movement, a relatively new movement, a transformation from the religion into a base, materialistic, nationalistic movement to have a piece of land which is forbidden for the Jewish Okay, people. we'll have to unpick this piece yes. by piece, I think, because for most people, right. the idea of the state of Israel uh, is fixed within a very rigid framework and what they understand about the existence of Israel is, is by and large very uniform at least according to what you read in, in newspapers so let me, let me try and get your position clear on this what you're saying is that the existence of Israel is somehow against your religion the Jewish religion Forbid since the destruction of the temple 2,000 years ago, we were given an edict, a decree by God, uh, it's a prophecy of King Solomon, that we are not to attempt 
to recreate our sovereignty. Even one inch of Jewish sovereignty, even in an uninhabited land, is expressly forbidden. And what we Jews wait for the day when God will make a miracle where all humanity will serve him in harmony. Uh, we won't have to convince an atheist that there is a God, everybody will recognize God, and then we will all go up and serve him. Prior to that event, we are expressly forbidden to try to attempt to make any Jewish uh, nationalism sovereignty, and this was respected and upheld by Jews throughout the, the trials and tribulations of the Inquisition, the Crusades, and every time period of Judaism when they were easily capable of buying land. They never did it because they understood this is against the will of the Almighty and this is not what it means to be a Jew. Once again, this is not an opinion that you hear expressed very often. Are you in a minority? Are you? Is this simply your reading of the Torah? No, this is the view uh, of Judaism and Jews who are practicing the religion uh, who are, uh, around the world. You will find invariably any religious community that is very religious uh, we carry around um, uh, first we have all the rabbis speak out this is the, the leaders of Judaism from Sephardic, Ashkenazic in other words European, um, um, Middle Eastern any country, the, the rabbis when Zionism came, the concept of Zionism was developed the Jewish rabbinical authorities universally said no, this is forbidden for us to do In the, the reason being that it is not uh, the concept of subservience to God, it's a nationalism, and in its, uh, um, in its actions, uh, when it comes into fruition, when, when they created the state, the concept of um, stealing from people, killing, stealing, is all forbidden according to the Torah. So in every facet, Zionism is a rebellion against the command of God. But what, what about the argument that a lot of them make, and that is that the Bible specifically says that this land was given to the Jewish people by God, and therefore it belongs to them? Um, that is why Zionism decided, when they're making their national home, to make it in Palestine, because really the fathers of Zionism in the 1895, that, in the 1890s, when they made their first meetings, they discussed making their national home in Uganda, in Patagonia, and because they were anti-religious, Theodore Herzl, Ben-Gurion, well, at that time, Jabotinsky, Theodore Herzl, these people detested the religion, as we have uh, a compilation of their writings in his own diary, Theodore Herzl wrote um, that Jews should convert to Christianity. That would be the solution to the Jewish problem. Um, and it should be done in pride and music on page 14 of his diaries. We will get to that with God's help. And he didn't circumcise his son. He openly he wrote about this in the newspapers that he's not circumcising his one son in the hands. So they detested religion. They were looking for a practical area of, uh, that they would flourish, a land that would be uh, fruitful and, uh, to create a, a land. When they, but then they realized that it, practically speaking, you need a massive backing as far as money goes. And the way to get that from the world is to go to Palestine and claim that they're, they're doing God's will, that the beginning of God's redemption, and therefore people should support them. Because in the Torah it says that God gave the Jewish people the land. Now, but, now, but, 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 Zionism, but Zionism also claims exception because of the Holocaust. Now you just attributed the phrase to Theodore Herzl, the solution to the Jewish problem. Yes. And that will have raised ears all over the world, because right. that's the phrase that most people attribute to Hitler. Now right. the idea that the Jews need a safe country in order to prevent the possibility of another holocaust, in order to solve the persecution of Jews throughout millennia, uh, is one of the founding principles of Israel. You don't think that holds any water either? The holocaust was um, uh, God's will, and, we, um, and we, we don't question God. God is compassionate and so forth, but we have to be introspective, understand 
how it, why it came. We believe that God will be exacting with the punishment for the Nazis. But at the same time, to take the, the issue of the Holocaust and to take that and to use it to rebel against God when God specifically told us, do not attempt to make your own state, and to use that to steal the, take the land from the Palestinian people, is, is uh, taking the people that died because they were Jewish, because, and, to, and, and to sort of dig them up and, uh, uh, and use them to rebel against God. It couldn't be anything worse for these people who died as Jews. But you have to understand that the desire to be with uh, a like community, the desire to commune with people of, of the same religion is, is a very strong one, and to have a homeland yes, has got to be... Yes, it's a emotional feeling. But you're also saying that a defining feature of being a Jew is exile. A defining feature is accepting that there is a rule to the world who's compassionate, and it is medicine for the Jewish people, as um, Rabbi Samshul Fohurst, the head of the German community, wrote, that God is compassionate, and his will, since the, the destruction of the temple, was that he's good in his punishment. For, he wanted us to break our haughtiness, so he had us dispersed amongst the nations. At the same time, it was accomplishing a, a, very, a, a blessing for the world if we would be following the Judaism, because we are people who would be uh, teaching the world of compassion, of serving God. So it serves twofold. It serves two purposes. Um, and But unfortunately, if we don't do what we're, we're supposed to be doing as Jews, it doesn't accomplish that purpose. I am not a learned scholar of, uh, of matters uh, Jewish, so I can't argue with you, but I know there are many who would. There is a strain within Israel itself, within the state of Israel, started, I think, by Rabbi Cook, um, perpetuated by a number of names in modern Judaism, who say, no, it's perfectly compatible with the writings uh, of, the, of the Torah, that we have a state of Israel, and in fact, it not only makes political sense, it makes religious sense too. Yeah, well, that is why I said it, it, uh, for, I'm not requiring anybody to, to become a scholar in Judaism, but if you just step out of the box, let us just say, and go to Jerusalem, go to New York, go to in London, Stamford Hills, the religious communities, the Ivy League of Judaism, the biblical colleges, you will see that the most religious communities, every one of them, are, um, uh, they are anti-Zionist, and they, for instance, in Williamsburg, you won't find one Israeli flag. The majority of Jews in in Jerusalem and Palestine won't send their children to the army, and they don't fly Israeli flags on their buildings because it is contradictory. It is di diametrically opposite. What about Zionist. the settler movement? I mean, they present themselves as being religiously based and uh, and very fundamental. Yes, there there is the issue that that they fuse together Zionism. They've hijacked the name Israel. The Star of David, they're using this, and what they're doing is they've been able to, uh, by incorporating the Jewish uh, feelings, for instance, they call themselves the beginning of God's redemption. They, they, they do agree that we were sent into exile by God, the ones who aren't uh, non-believers, which many of them are, but the ones who do believe, they say, yes, God sent us into exile, but we are the beginning of God's redemption, and they've been able to ensnare the youth, mostly, from, these are all from, almost entirely from non-religious homes or, or marginally religious. They are not the mass, the general populace of Jewish religious people. These you will find in court, the silent majority, all the communities that are opposed to these settlers. These settlers are definitely a minority that are always in your face. You will see them because they're up front. They're agitating, they're creating this terrible situation, but they don't represent Judaism. But being that they created in Palestine their homeland, 
So now they're breaching every concept of thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, and it's being done creating rivers of blood because of hate around the world. Now you used the phrase a moment ago, taking land from the Palestinians, which again is a problematic one for a lot of Western educated Jews and non-Jews alike. There is a, an argument, which is very much in the news right now, that there is no such thing as a Palestinian people. And there is an argument that says the lands uh, that we are talking about never belonged to anybody called Palestinians. So how do you, what do you mean by taking Palestinian land? You know, it's, the Zionists would love to get into some technical jargon, technical. When you're saying there's a, not a Palestinian people and, and, and the land, we, that we're talking as individual dwellers in Darius, in, in town after town and town, that we have many of our Jewish colleagues who are presently still living in, Pal in the occupied Palestine there in Jerusalem. And they remember how they lived in, 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 in total harmony with their Muslim and Arab neighbors, and they live there. The majority of people reside in But what do you say Palestine to Newt Gingrich who says, these are all Arabs, they're not Palestinians, they're simply Arabs? Again, these are technical terms to confuse the person. The fact is the majority of people were non-Jews. They were Muslims and Arabs living in this area, whether it would be under Turkish uh, or British mandate. That's neither here nor there. But they are the indigenous people who they, they either left because they were um, attacked as in Daria Sin, or they ran away out of panic because they've seen what happened in Daria, in these uh, towns. And, and therefore, as a Jew which is what people call human rights, we call godliness, we are forbidden to steal their land. So let me just paraphrase, if I could, what you've told us so far. The state of Israel has no legitimacy. It shouldn't exist at all. Sure. The Jews are responsible for rivers of blood, as you put it, in uh, the Palestinian lands, that uh, the Holocaust uh, is no, not sufficient reason to override uh, the basic Jewish premise that the Jews should not have a land of their own. Um, me, if, yeah. I mean, if, I, I, may not, I may not have quoted you entirely accurately, but even if, if someone like me were to even hint at thinking like that, I would be branded anti-Semitic, I would be um, vilified Again, in the mainstream media. Yes, so, so, the, so the question is, are you anti-Semitic? <laughs> um, um, that, that is the, the beautiful ploy of Zionism, that they can intimidate anybody who stands in opposition to their blatant, inhumane treatment of the Palestinians. And mind you, um, we will show you with God's help that they're, doing, that they're brutally beating the Jewish inhabitants, who are, nobody can accuse us of being armed or militant, and yet, you can see that the Jews are brutally beaten simply because they're standing in Palestine because there's masses, tens of thousands of Jews who stand out and demonstrate and they get brutally beaten because they're opposing the existence of the state and they want the world to know. They get brutally beaten by, by the Israeli the, By the Israeli, by, yeah, his, uh, I mean, anybody can see it on our site and links, but you can just see. And simply they're standing there, non-militant, we never carry arms, um, and, and this is what happens. But the, uh, the argument that you have made yes. will be interpreted by the majority of people reading English language newspapers, watching English language television, as being prima facie anti-Semitic. How does that make you feel that what you believe to be right. a, a true representation of your religion is being portrayed in the media as actually being completely contrary to that? Yeah, well, that's, that's part of the tragedy that the media has been, unfortunately, we feel... Um, some times owned and sometimes um, intimidated in a large manner by Zionism, in which they have Media Watch, just like they have APAC, 
that affects politicians are fearful of speaking against the Zionist actions or whatever they do because they're labeled anti-Semitic. Anybody can go and go to, to come to New York. We invite anybody who wants to come to Manhattan. I don't get visas, but if anybody who wants comes to Manhattan, goes across the bridge, and they'll see the large, the largest Jewish communities. And um, here, this is in Washington D.C. when President um, Obama, when Netanyahu came to visit President Obama, you'll see tens of thousands of Jews go out, demonstrate against the existence of the state of Israel and their actions, what they're doing, and um, and and nobody reports. Washington Post, New York Times has never reported. It's unbelievable. And when the Zionists make a little demonstration of 50 people, they're there. This is never seen. Okay. So sorry, that, sorry to keep interrupting. We're, we're sort of running out of time yeah. a little bit. No, I, want, I want to that you're saying that we're anti-Semitic. The most, uh, all the charitable organizations, all the Jewish uh, growth and uh, uh, that flourishes is from these communities, and we. Uh, so not only we're not anti-Semitic, we are concerned about are, are you, all the Jews. Are you a, for them. Are you are you a self-hating Jew then? We because we are we we are concerned for the life and um, uh, well spiritual and physical of the Jewish people. We're saying they're causing bloodshed. Remove this impediment to peace, and we can live together, Muslims and Jews. Uh, uh, to, and Christians together in peace, we pray for the speedy and peaceful dismantlement of the state. One of the uh, other observations that I would make, everything that you have said uh, in many ways reflects, quite funnily enough, the views of President Ahmadinejad of Iran, whom you have just visited. Yeah. Uh, and he, of course, is vilified as, as being the most anti-Semitic man in the world right now, uh, with the sole aim uh, of wiping out Jews and the state of Israel. Now, you've spoken to him very recently. Is that a fair characterization? I'm not his lawyer. I'm not going to go into his heart. But the fact is, even Zionist papers admitted to the fact that he gives charity to the Jewish communities. And he says one thing. He has a problem with the, um, uh, of, uh, the oppression of the Palestinian people and the words wipe out. He constantly says that Iran doesn't have a history and he doesn't He's not talking about harming anybody. He says that God will not allow this crime to happen. We concur with him that God, uh, the Jews are in a danger because there is Zionism and because it says in the Torah, if you rebel against God, it will not be successful and it will be catastrophic results. And Zionism has brought catastrophic results and it could be much worse. You speak with great passion. You have supporting materials. You you seem to dedicate a, a great deal of your life to this particular cause. Um, a lot of people will look at you and go, well, just one perhaps slightly extreme, perhaps slightly misguided individual. Do, I mean, do, do you get much personal attack? Do you actually feel that anyone is listening out there, given what we see in the media every day? Uh, well, again, that, that is the point we say Zionism, that they vilify, they ridicule. Other people, they call anti-Semitic us, they call self-hating Jews and so forth. They ridicule us as being um, just some uh, a nominal number. But we invite anybody to come and, and study for themselves the Jewish, the makeup of Jewish communities worldwide. And they will find that the, the Jewish communities that are practicing the religion properly around the world, without an exception, from Australia, which is Melbourne the most, to Argentina, and I was in all these communities, thank God. No, I wasn't in Australia, I'm sorry, in Argentina. We just share this same view. You, you clearly are very passionate about your beliefs, but you are also clearly um, fighting some fairly formidable forces um, in terms of the Zionist movement itself, the State of Israel, international uh, Western opinion. 
uh, at all. Do you have much faith that your voice will be heard? Uh, the great leader, uh, Chief Rabbi of Palestine, Rabbi Teitelbaum, a blessed memory, uh, he passed away some 30 years ago. Uh, people asked him, how do you, it's daunting, how do you stand against Zionism? So he said, I'm not in the minority, I'm with God. There's a God who rules the world, who's the most powerful, and therefore we, we stand strong. And anyway, the end of the day, we, God will accomplish. God will do, and we believe he will, we bring, we pray it will end. The state will end because it's a rebellion against God. We just pray it should happen speedily and peacefully. Don't be uh, labeled anti-Semitic if you stand, stand up and, and, and urge the world that they should stand up for the people who are suffering in Palestine, in, in Gaza, and, um, and don't be intimidated, but clearly uh, distinguish. Don't call it the Jewish state, and we could go on and live and serve God together in peace. Rabbi, thank you for talking to Al Jazeera. Thank you. It's an honor and a privilege. Thank you. Thank you.